0: Master Craig. Hello everybody, how are you doing today? In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a 6th degree black belt in universal martial art, a 5th degree master in the Taekwondo martial art. I'm also a Brown Sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over two years in Kabuto weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. Now, today's today's example comes to us from the Cobra Kai, uh, where Sensei Johnny Lawrence said to his students many times about being a true champion. And he said that a true champion is one that always trains, does not fight dirty, shows mercy, and has honor. I have a few things to add to that today as we examine this topic. The topic today is true champion. What does it mean to be a true champion? Well, first of all, some personal history on this. When I lived in Orlando, Florida for a while, I had a job working for the Orange County Convention Center. And it was a government job and I was working in audio and video presentations for corporate seminars. That was fun because of the people that I worked with, um, but sometimes it was a daunting job because it toyed with my worth ethic. You see, in order for us to get more hours, our bosses would tell us to hide and stay off the walkie-talkies. So, sometimes we'd find a room to hide in or Uh, to sit or lay down, um, basically to hide from the big boss. Who would send us home if he knew we had nothing to do? Um, We would also take a golf cart with one microphone and one cable all the way to the other side of the convention center with two or three guys in the golf cart, just to waste time. Many guys would use this time to smoke at the uh, loading dock or to do other things. You know, I used to bring my laptop with me and uh, write during that time. But it was so boring that I felt my worth ethic slipping away. Okay. It was really hard. You know, like when we were really busy, it was great. But most of the time it was, um, you know, they were trying to give us all hours. and. Most of the guys uh worked in music, so they um they had a band you know so they had a gig they'd have gigs sometimes um so they just wanted to get extra hours so they can make a living but it was a daunting job because it played with my worth ethic, and that's something you don't really want to do. you want to always encourage and develop and um keep your worth ethic strong so um part of our work task today um Every day we always talk about the work task of it. Sometimes it is uh, uh, something that's, um, you know, like sand the floor, uh, wash a car. But today we're talking about the, uh, when you um, are working day to day, you know, so uh, working at a job or um, what, you know, sometimes for kids it's going to school or um, what you do to make a living. But a true champion knows when a situation is temporary. You know when a situation is temporary. Okay. Uh, like uh, getting a job to cover your bills for a while. Okay. Sometimes it may not be a job that you want to do, um, but it is, does cover your bills for a while, so you know that a situation is temporary. Okay. In fact, most of the jobs that college-level kids get are like that. You know, there's not something they want to do in their career, um, but they do it anyways just to make money for a while. Um, don't take the easy way out and settle for unemployment. Okay, now that's just a this is my personal opinion. Okay, I've never been on unemployment ever. Okay, um, I don't shy away from a hard day's work, um, so um, I just I think that sometimes that's. Um, I think it's the easy way out, okay, for a lot of people, you know, and that's in our time and days, um, there's a lot of, I can justify it a lot with uh, what's going on in the world today, okay, especially uh, here in Michigan, Uh, you you would not believe the differences between Florida and Michigan when it comes to uh, uh, this topic, but we're not going to go into that too much today, just understand that it's a lot different, and um, you know, it's not always good to take the easy way out. Okay, Um, as part of your, you know, martial art training, um, a uh, true champion does not quit. A true champion does not quit. Okay, and that's something that's important for all my martial arts students out there. Okay, Um, I've seen people before get all the way to Brown Sr. and quit. And I'm like, that is ridiculous. You're that close to black belt. Why don't you finish what you've started? Okay. Uh, Even if you get like uh, in your last year before black belt, blue senior and above, you shouldn't quit. You know, Um, always trying to follow through and and follow up and finish. Okay. Um, I respect that. So going back to our work task, um, this is something that was told to me a long time ago. I was working as a waiter in um, Beverly Hills, California, and uh, my uh, manager boss that I was friends with uh, told me this, and it's true. He said, it takes the same amount of energy to do something right as it does to do something wrong, okay? So it takes the same amount of energy to do something wrong as it does to do it right, okay? So you just have to make the choice if you want to do something right or not, okay? And that's very important when it comes to doing work. Okay? And you'll see that a lot um, in, um, when you work with people uh, on different jobs. But one of the questions that I have for you all today is, once a true champion has fallen, once a true champion has fallen, how do we get back up again? How do we get back up? Okay? Now... This podcast is for adults and for kids. Okay, so uh, sometimes I focus on the adult stuff and the kids stuff um, different times. But um, the adults out there, if you've had some setbacks in your career, okay, and you've had to take a temporary job for a while to make, to make ends meet for your family, okay, but you want to get back to your respected um, job that, or career or business that you're doing, how do we get back up again okay? that's a good question, and that's kind of where I'm at in my life right now, okay um, I'm currently um uh, uh, rehabbing um, um a martial arts school and it's it's been taking me a lot longer to get it back up and running than I expected, so I feel like I'm falling right now, and I'm trying to work hard to get back up okay so um how do we get back up? And what I say in a lot of my podcast is to stay focused. Stay focused. And one of the things that people say is eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize. Okay, so keep focused on what's important. Okay, keep focused on that goal. Don't let anything else distract you. Okay, don't let the things at the job uh, that is temporary start to distract you from Your ultimate goal, which is to get your career back up and running. So that's what we're going to work on. Now we'll we'll touch base on that a little bit more during the um, mental training of of our martial arts because a lot of these things coincide. But let's move on to the um, martial art practice. For a lot of you kids out there, uh, this is what you're more um, interested in than some of the uh, work task stuff. But it's all important. Okay, when you get older and have a job, you'll see what I'm talking about. Our physical training today is focused on overall body conditioning. A true champion knows that they have to have their overall body um, conditioned properly for martial art training. In fact, uh, Bruce Lee believed that you had to be in great shape to be able to defend yourself. Okay? And that is very much true. One of the things that you could do is uh, push ups. You want to focus on something for your body conditioning. Push ups are the key to punch strength okay so they are a big big part of your punch strength because uh, push-ups work on your uh, chest muscles your shoulders your triceps okay your wrist strength Um, it also too works on your core and your back and those things are used when you take a punch okay Um, hand techniques for form wise need to be using the hip drive using your hip into it or your core uh, chest stretch to increase the range of motion in your punch so that you're not uh, moving like a robot, but you're actually moving like, a, like a, one of those like a really supple reeds that they use <laughs> in stick fighting um, that, that kind of bend and then cause a lot of damage. Uh, that's the kind of punch that you want, something that, that, that stretches and has a lot of range of motion, therefore a lot of impact. And also the shoulder flip. The shoulder flip that we use in a punch is the last component before the uh, fist makes contact um, to make the punch more powerful, throwing your shoulder into it. Now next, we'll switch to kicks. Now as far as kicks go, for overall body conditioning, uh, squats are the key to kick strength. Okay? Squats work a lot of muscles. They work the, um, the glutes, they work the, uh, the thighs. Uh, hamstrings, calves, your ankle strength. Um, so sc- uh, squats are the key to kicking strength. Um, as far as form goes, you have to work on the chamber. That's the how the leg is tucked or the knee is drawn back um, in order for you to um, put your upper leg into the kick as well as the lift of the kick. Now lift is something that I didn't have to talk about as much before but I've noticed the trend of students being a little bit more lazy these days and dragging their punches and dragging their kicks. You've got to lift your kick up. You've got to pick it up, okay, in order for you to get to those power, more powerful levels. You can't drag it from the floor. Uh, therefore, you won't have uh, direct power from point A to point B power. You'll have more of a dragging, you know, low-effort kick power. And then also to work on balance on kicks so that you can do a kick without falling down after you're done. Okay, so work on the chamber, lift, and balance of all your kicks. Okay, and that will help you with your overall form and your conditioning of your body for martial arts. Now, I'm referring back to our once fallen, how do we get up? Okay. We said that um, during our work task, and one of the ways you can do that is by taking small steps each day towards your goal. Okay, and in the physical training, it's the same thing. How do you get your overall body conditioning up? You take small steps each day towards a stronger body. Okay, so like for example, I'm sitting at a desk right now. Okay, uh, I don't want to distract myself from from talking to you guys, but um, I could be doing like little calf raises right now while I'm under my desk, working on my ankle strength and my calf uh, stretch and strength, okay? So take small steps each day towards a stronger body, okay? Uh, one other thing I'll share with you is my back was hurting um, from work yesterday. So I was stretching it at the studio to try and get my, my bend back because every time I bent a certain direction, my back would hurt. So um, sometimes we have to uh, loosen up uh, to make our body more supple and, um, better conditioned. Now the mental training, the mental training that goes along, I call it the martial art mental training part of it. Okay. Um, martial arts is a way of life, not just training for combat. And that's what a lot of martial art instructors miss. Okay. They think, uh, that you have to be training for combat all the time, you know, um, I've had a lot of students that believed in that, you know, like, you know, oh, now we're learning self-defense. You know, one of the people, one of the students used to say um, that we do the close range defenses, that now we're learning how to defend ourselves. And I'm like, not really. You're learning how to defend yourself every day you're in class. However, the close range defenses are what happens when you weren't paying attention or something failed because now you're being grabbed. Okay, so you don't want to be grabbed uh, when you're punching and kicking. You want to be able to be a striker and keep them at a certain distance away so that you can punch and kick. Um, in our martial art, you don't have to be that far away to punch where other martial arts, they hit at the end of their technique. So we can do knee strikes, elbows, headbutts, everything we can to keep a, uh, an opponent office. But um, the martial arts is, is a way of life. It's not just training for combat, okay? So um, some people don't didn't understand the art part of it, the art part of it, okay? And sometimes that's more important than the actual training itself, okay? Because um, uh, being mentally ready um, for something is, is, is a lot more important than just being physically ready. A true champion is... At the peak of their performance, a true champion is at the peak of their performance, always. Okay, so that refers back to what Johnny e. Lawrence said in uh, Cobra Kai. Okay, um, you have to uh, a true champion is always training. Okay, they don't take a break. Remember that fighting is not a game. Okay, a lot of martial art instructors miss this. Fighting is not a game. Okay. Now, I know there's tournaments, um, and I know there's tournaments uh, in The Karate Kid, okay? And that's part of the movie, you know, to uh, that fighting is not a game. Uh, I put this down, it would be funny. Uh, the rules are there ain't no rules, okay? So in a real fight, there isn't no rules, okay? You don't have to strike in a certain area. You can strike whatever you want, okay? In a, in a, in a fight, you can use whatever... Weapons that you want at your disposal, okay? Whether it be your nails, whether it be your, your mouth to bite, okay? Whether it be to kick someone in the knee, punch someone in the throat, hit someone in the, in the kidney, okay? Um, knife strike them in the philtrum, uh, hit them in the temple, um, stomp on their foot, their headbutt. There's, there's, it's endless of what you can do in a real fight. There is no rules. Okay, so um, a lot of times in uh, certain martial arts schools, they'll do this thing where they look like they're fighting, but all they're doing is playing a game. Okay, and some of the things that I've taught you guys inside the Karate Kid Master Dojo here is has shown you guys some of those games that people play uh, when they um, do drills in class. So um, just remember that. Now, another thing too is... uh, Pulling punches is not good practice. Always learning to pull your punches. Okay? You say, when do I pull my punches? Okay? What a lot of people do when they do free sparring, they pull their punches so they won't hurt somebody. Okay? Uh, we used to do this back in the day when we did free sparring. Okay? You pull your punches because if you didn't, you'd, you'd clean someone's clock. You know? Um, you have to be nice and not hurt them. Uh, But in a real fight, you have to, you can't be trained to pull your punches all the time. You have to be able to hit full contact. Okay, so you have to practice positive transfer on an air shield to always hit your hardest. Okay, so you hit like a hammer. Um, I want you guys to always think about being peaceful but powerful. Okay, peaceful but powerful. So you're doing your martial art, you're doing your way of life. Okay, you're at peace with yourself. You're at peace with your training. You're at peace with your conditioning. You're, You're at peace with your life. And then, if a certain situation happens where you have to defend yourself, you're peaceful, but you're powerful. Okay, so you'll be powerful when you need to be, not when there's a game afoot. Okay, and this is something that's important because. In my life had um, t- some of the times that I've gotten in fights I've been angry and it messes you up okay so you have to make sure that you have a very level head when you're when you're defending yourself okay the um, anger may make you strong uh, with your adrenaline but it, it will it will give you the, the um, best way I can describe it is uh, it gives you bl- um, uh, those horse things, what it's called the, the, the blinders, get the tunnel vision, and you don't always react appropriately when you're angry. So that's why it's important to, um, to, be, peace, to be at peace with yourself. Be peaceful, but, but, but be powerful at the same time. Okay? Another thing, too, is that you're not going to be fighting every day in the martial arts. So how often do I fight? Do I fight every day? No, I don't. I don't go pick a fight with the guy at Walmart, I don't go pick a fight when I'm out and about, you know when I'm driving. you know we don't fight. so we live in a civil society. so um, most of the time martial arts uses confidence, okay So confident, be confident and stand up for your beliefs, okay and do this in everything you do. okay and that's something that I'm uh, working on as well, you know when I when I speak to someone, I, um, I try to look them in the eye and say that I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And you have to kind of stand your ground on some things, okay? You don't have to stand your ground on everything, okay? But you want to stand your ground on the things that are important, you know? Be confident, okay? Um, one of the things that I'll share with you guys, personally speaking, is that um, one of the things that I'm like, um, My dad is a lot like this. He um, was good at um, good at talking to many different types of people in the in the world. He's good at talking to very many different types of people. So it didn't matter where you were from, okay. Whether you were rich, poor, um, blue collar, white collar, it didn't matter. You know, he would find some way to relate to you, okay. And I do that a lot myself. Now, one of the ways that I do that, and um, I'm not sure some of you guys won't get this analogy, but um sometimes I kinda act like Gomer Pyle. Like I act kinda like um like kind of silly a little bit. Um uh, to kind of not be so um so serious. Um and then I can relate to different people that way. Uh the problem is is that sometimes uh people perceive that as um being like kind of a pushover when it comes to other parts of my business. So I've had to, um, to modify that a little bit over the years so that um, I still show the confidence, but not necessarily be so serious um, and stand up for my beliefs. And I'm working on it every day. You know, it's a, it's a process that you want to go through, okay? You have to be confident when you're a child. Uh, so that you can stand up to bullies that may uh, bully you, but also, too, as an adult, you have to stand up for yourself, too, so that you get what you deserve. Okay, so if you're um, a person that works hard, um, you have to make sure that you are compensated for that as well, both in business and at your place of employment. So, um, anyways, let's wrap up here. A couple things real quick. the technique of the week is balanced belt level kicks. So try those balanced belt level kicks. Try and use a chair or a handrail of some kind and work on your leg strength with those balanced belt level kicks. Okay. Also, two, the secret phrase of the week. Okay, we have a secret phrase of the week. This one's kind of a funny one because I've been doing it all around the house for the last week um it's from uh, cobra kai uh, when when someone asked johnny lawrence if he was going to do advertising i think it was miguel you're gonna do advertising right and he's like yeah duh of course so i've been saying this all around the house every time the kids say something or the or the wife says something to me i'm like yeah duh of course so um, just about everything that they ask me so if uh gabriel wants to go to uh the Orchard with her girlfriends, I'm like, uh, yeah, duh, of course. Um, so anyways, um, make sure you remember that just for fun. And uh, we'll get those uh, uh, Karate Kid Master Dojo uh, stickers out to you guys soon. Uh, remember, to, in, order to, in order to fully learn Miyagi-Do Karate, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. Uh, also, too, we are here every week learning martial arts, Through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.